0: Daisy Jones
1: I'm thoroughly enjoying it
0: Is it getting better? What? I'm just I'm making conversation here Is it getting
1: better? I I Blake saw the first episode and he was unimpressed.
0: I. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things that suck about now having video on this podcast. One is I can't. We have when you have audio, this? hold on. When you have audio, you can hide things better because you don't get to see your face. Two, I don't have to shampoo as much when we were doing audio. So let's shampoo today.
1: I'm concerned with your hygiene, but you could okay. have noticed,
0: but you didn't. Three, I have to. I have to be more careful about how I say things and how I read. I genuinely meant that with affection. I. I don't. I don't think it's a bad show. It's affection. I don't think it's a uh-huh. bad show. I love all those actors. I oh, don't know. I have many thoughts about it. God damn it. Just do you, you like also it? just
1: don't like TV. It's okay. You're a serial hater.
0: Okay. Here's the thing. I have been getting. I've been cause you talk shit. I don't know if we recorded this. I'm not gonna go script through the other episode. Last time we recorded, you talk shit and you're like, cause you never want to watch anything that's popular, blah blah blah, because it was relating to TV. So for the last week, I have watched nothing but the top grossing films of 2022. I swear to fucking god. I saw Creed 3, that's 2023. I rewatched Top Gun. I fucking watched Despicable Me three. God damn it! I watch more Marvel. I I've seen a lot. I haven't seen Avatar because it's not streaming yet. Sorry, James Cameron. So I've been on a binge. I'm coaxing in to the TV. Just give me a second, but I'm getting there. I watched Wakanda mm-hmm. Forever. Okay. Great. Have you seen it? No. Do you, Do you care if I? No. Great so much better than the first black panther anyways
1: i'm so sorry i just received a text from my mother this what? is this is deep lore what i told it? my mother many many years ago that she should never watch hereditary <laughs> because i don't think she's going to like it and i think it would make her upset right this is i we we have talked about this oh with my, my mother God. because i don't I just, you know,
0: there's so many ways. It's not for her.
1: I'm gonna read it. it? I'm gonna read it. She just texted me, and all I saw of the of the text was, "I just watched Hereditary." I'm like,
0: "Okay, read it out loud."
1: Why would you do? I specifically said, "Don't." All right.
0: (laughs) Of all moms to watch that movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) the whole bit being that my mother is very passionate about being a mother motherhood is important to her she has yes, a lot she's of she's a wonderful on it. mother yeah. yes and i if you've not seen hereditary it has a lot to do with motherhood the good and the bad and the absolutely yes. freaky
0: to, to put it in a nutshell your mom is the opposite in terms of tone than hereditary's mom is Not yes. spoilers
1: the the grandma the mom like She's and i knew it would like make her grandma. upset yeah so i was like just don't you don't need to do this to yourself mm-hmm. we don't need to raise the blood pressure like that so this is what she has watched hereditary last night the writer director is nuts correct always with the weird satanic sat <laughs> satanist cult king take creepy but i was not disturbed because i could not relate to her as a mom good <laughs> probably good Poor Peter, though. Jeesh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, poor Peter. Yeah, Peter does yeah. get the shit into the stick. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I never really thought about it like that. I mean, those- he was
1: fully minding, like minding his business, doing his best, the entire movie.
0: Yeah, it I mean, wasn't his fault. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't his, it wasn't fault. his fault. He did. Spoiler alert. He did kill his sister. I mean, it wasn't his fault. He
1: did not kill her.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, he didn't kill her. It's it's. Could very... he have been
1: a more attentive big brother? It's a gray yes. area.
0: He didn't kill her.
1: No, she ate something she should not have eaten. Right. And then she stuck her head out of a car window. Right. Shouldn't have done any of those things. Now she was going into anaphylactic shock. So period. I understand the need to like get the air A24 down the lungs. a girlie that
0: understands.
1: Got it. Okay. The allergy, but yeah. he was a teenager,
0: yeah. Well, that's the if he was an adult, I and think he have a different view on it. He didn't yes.
1: want to bring her in the first place.
0: Just, right. right. Just saying. we can start arguing about this. It's not Peter's fault. Today's movie is The Boys of Brazil in Brazil, from Brazil, from Brazil, wildly Brazilian different. boys.
1: Yeah, not in a fun way, though.
0: That's a bitchin' poster. I like that poster.
1: It's a cool poster. This movie is by directed by Franklin Schna... I'm having issues yes. reading today. Franklin I promise Schmitty. I'm literate. <laughs> Questionably. Franklin Schaffner, Franklin J. Schaffner,
0: yeah.
1: starring Gregory Peck. This is our second film of the Gregory Peck run. Lawrence Olivier and James Mason.
0: Lawrence Olivier and James Mason. Mm-hmm. Wow. Stacked
1: cast. The synopsis is a Nazi hunter in Paraguay discovers a sinister and bizarre plot to rekindle the Third Reich.
0: Oh my God, I hope Lawrence Olivier's either playing a Nazi or is a Nazi hunter. He. Well, he'll
1: be one or the other.
0: You ever seen Marathon Man? No. That movie's
1: so fucking good. Did you finish Hunters? No,
0: I've been waiting for you. I don't like watching TV by myself. I wanna, I wanna have a communal
1: put something in experience. the chat. Um, our mutual friend Gabs is also now watching Hunters for the first time. So I think
0: for the first time,
1: yes, I think you need to catch up.
0: The Logan Lerman stand. You of both
1: all need people. to finish season one, and then we will all communally watch season two. Because I've been waiting to watch.
0: I it. thought you watched season two already. No,
1: I've been waiting. Uh,
0: Anyway, the Brazilian boys. I bring up The
1: Hunters because if you don't know the show, it's on Amazon Prime and it is a similar plot. Yeah. It's about Nazi hunters, but in the 60s and 70s.
0: Are these guys Jewish?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen this one. Mm. So I would assume so, but can't say for sure. We'll find out. I think it'd be a little odd if they weren't.
0: By the way, we have never seen this movie, either of us. So yeah, yeah, if people couldn't. Because
1: Gregory Peck is so well known and so many of his movies are critically lauded. Yeah. That I wanted to do one, at least one in the rotation, that hasn't been like studied to death by every film school student on Earth. (laughs) So that's what this is. I'm excited. I'm also I think it's excited. gonna be good.
0: It looks good. A that little poster heavy. Is bitching. Is that the male sign? The little yes. circle and the arrow thingy. Yeah. What do you call that? A tilde? Anyways, what are we drinking today? <laughs> we got our clip. <laughs> You're welcome. We are drinking. This, this podcast is sponsored thought, by Seagram's Jen. When no, you're having a time, drink a Seagram's. Seven and seven.
1: It doesn't matter what the time is. You're having a you're time. If you're having a
0: time. Yeah. That's be their Eastern, new. Hey, okay,
1: Seagram's hit us up. Be we'll Pacific. write all your copy. No, we are drinking something
0: mm-hmm.
1: called a suffering bastard. Now.
0: Don't I feel it
1: hi we're we're every not every day my life today. brother we're not hungover for this episode i know that's a rarity
0: oh i got some fruits
1: yeah nice. i want to read i i was having a hard time mm. finding one for this as one does yeah i feel like i say that every episode i do i have to hold hold my whole little thing it's just coming out hi just going to be a little babushka for a moment. Thanks. Thank you for your patience <laughs> through these technical difficulties.
0: Uh, Should I do a musical interlude? In the town where I was born, lived a man have been listening to that lately? Sea.
1: Okay. We're back.
0: And he told... Yeah?
1: Thank you. Uh, here's the whole story. There was a man named Joe in Cairo who was a bartender at a hotel and he came in one day and he needed a hangover cure and so he made this cocktail out of these items as a hangover cure. Now, what does this have to do with Nazi hunting? Thank you so much for asking. You're welcome. It became really popular in North Africa and so in the Battle of... El Alamein mm-hmm. is what we're going to go with, uh, which was a key battle against Rommel's Nazi army that held, helped like turn the tides and keep them from taking over North Africa. At the height of that battle, this bartender, hotel bartender Joe, gets a telegram saying that the British troops were requesting like eight gallons of the Suffering Bastard cocktail because they were hungover And they needed something to get them through the battle. And he made barrels of the suffering bastard to go over to the British troops to help fight the Nazis. And so now this is called a suffering bastard cocktail. And it's a combination of gin, brandy, bitters, lime juice, and ginger beer.
0: Jesus, this helps you with a hangover?
1: I mean, hair of the dog, right? Isn't that what people say?
0: Before we uh, go drink it, yeah. Would you kill a Nazi? Yeah. The car was. The car agrees. Car agrees. You would. You would actually. But like, legitimately, you must not be a Volkswagen. You would go hunt Nazis.
1: (laughs) That was a terrible joke.
0: You're such a dad. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. You. You could. You could kill a Nazi. Like you could. You could take somebody's life if they were a Nazi.
1: I, I. I. I think so. Right. I don't know. I don't fantasize about taking a lot of people's lives, well, but no, I wouldn't. Just, I don't you, think I'd have a moral quandary about it. You
0: could have your druthers to shoot somebody if they were a Nazi.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, the top three to kill. We're talking, you know, Nazis,
1: pedophiles, pedophiles, rapists. Yeah. That trio makes sense to me.
0: Anybody else you kill?
1: Uh, again, people, people. Not, not sitting around fantasizing about Sorry, killing people. There's a very lot often. of jokes I can
0: make. I'm like, God shouldn't. Making jokes.
1: <laughs> Here's my advice. People that disagree Don't.
0: with me. Um people that like Good TV more God, than movies.
1: I am in danger then. <laughs> gotta go. Yeah,
0: you're next. All right. With that being said, wanna go kill some Nazis? Sure, brother. All right, let's go do it. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Roll tape. Three, two, one, one. one. <laughs> this movie was brought to you by ChatGBT. GBT? G what is it? ChatGPT? Yes. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Same difference. For sure. What it felt the like fuck? an
1: off-brand chat GBT It script. literally
0: felt AI generated.
1: I I think the most baffling part of this movie to me is that it's based on a book.
0: What?
1: It's based on a book. Bullshit. So, no, it's based on a book. Here.
0: Get the fuck out.
1: Better than you'd think.
0: Oh, fuck
1: you. No IgG. shot.
0: Not a chance. This in came hell. out
1: two days before my birthday, and like. Twenty years, twenty wow. years and two days can you before tell we've been my drinking?
0: birthday. <laughs> this is based on a book.
1: Yeah, let me let me see if I can. I don't think the book is the same name. Hold on,
0: the Seven Lives of Evelyn Hugo.
1: Why would? Don't even.
0: That is not even the name of the whatever. So yeah, yeah. we didn't like the movie. It's
1: a book by the same name by. Writer Ira Levin.
0: So we didn't like the movie.
1: did not enjoy this one.
0: This movie was so bad.
1: Here's my beef. Mm -hmm. The concept is so off the wall. Spoilers for a movie that came out 20 years before I was even born. At which point, I don't feel like I owe you a spoiler warning, but I'll give it to you anyway. There you go. The premise of this movie is not just that there is a Nazi hunter in Brazil hunting Nazis in Paraguay. It is that he's doing this and then in the process, like halfway through the movie, discovers that the nazis have been cloning and perfecting the science of cloning this entire time and they've used this technology yeah to using hitler's old blood and skin cells that they harvested before he died to create mini hitler clones but in order for them to fulfill their destiny of becoming hitler 2.0 they have to be brought up in the same circumstances, which means that Hitler's father died when he was 14. So all of these boys' fathers have to die now because at this point in the story, it's 14 years after they started this experiment yes. and to further it and make sure that it works and that at least one of them turns into Hitler 2.0. They have to kill all the dads.
0: It sounds like what she just said was a drunken rant, but that's actually a that's lot of the movie.
1: That's the movie.
0: You know <laughs> many thoughts. One being mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of movies. And I don't we've never we've actually never talked about what I'm about to say. You know, we've seen a lot of child actors playing characters that I don't think we've ever said this to one another, but Sometimes I watch roles that child actors are in, and I think to myself, well, why would a parent let their kid play this role?"
1: Oh, I think about that all the time, yeah.
0: but sometimes you're like, okay, well, it's a movie i I, I can sometimes come around to it in some scenarios, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. there's a fair amount at the time right. where it's just like normal:
0: It's child I mean they're acting gonna stuff and they're gonna, you- and they're not like going through the things the character is going through in some movies. You know, it's it's acting. I get it. Sure.
1: Depending on the subject. There have right. been I can and I can't remember the name of the movie, but one of the Fannings did a movie early on in their career when they were like it's solidly 9 or 10 years old. Where like the bulk of the movie is them being assaulted. And I remember I can't let me find it. Cuz I can't remember if it was Elle or Dakota.
0: Um Regardless, I mean, that's not
1: even really that important. We don't have to find it. But my
0: point being, why would you let your fucking kid be? Hitler
1: 2.0. I don't know. The Hitler clone three times over. You see the same child actor pretending to be fake Hitler.
0: With the weirdest blue contact lenses.
1: Yeah, it was the early days of.
0: This movie is so odd. I, I don't even know what we watched. I mean, it wasn't like.
1: There's a reason this is not one of Gregory Peck's more well-known movies. Oh, no
0: shit. It is now, fucking odd.
1: He who plays Joseph Mengele. Mm-hmm. And do I need to say more? Does a good job, you know? He's a little all over the place, but I think it's written that way.
0: Yeah, is that Gregory or is that... Yeah. Direction or...
1: You know. There were a couple of moments where I was like, I just don't understand what... Yeah. What the point of doing it this way was. Like, there's there's one moment. Okay, this is a top secret... This is a top secret mission that they're on. Yeah. That's being put together by this comrades organization mm-hmm. which i have no idea if that's a real thing or not i don't know if they made that up or if that was really a thing mm-hmm. no clue but they're having this like nazi ball and in the middle of it Mengela realizes that one of the men that he sent out to kill one of these fathers is not out killing the father and he is already <laughs> back and in front of this party of hundreds of people loses his goddamn mind and point blank says you're supposed to be in Kristoff land killing Oscarson." Mm-hmm. you expect me to believe that this is the man that figured out cloning but he can't control himself long enough to keep it together to not tell everybody at the party what's happening
0: I really don't know what we just watched. And I think being drunk didn't make it even no. better.
1: I-, I don't think I would have been able to figure it out if I was sober. Yeah. I didn't understand.
0: No, it was the...
1: And the last scene I with don't... the dogs goes <laughs> on for like what feels like 30 minutes and can't be more than 15. I, the The climax of this movie... They go to a farmhouse in the middle of Nowhere, USA, hunting down one of the families with, that, that has decided to raise one of the baby Hitler clones. Yes. And Joseph Mengele shows up, and Olivier's character Lieberman shows up. Yeah. Mengele kills the father, and then they just kind of have to, because his whole the father's whole shtick is that he has a farm of Dobermans that are all trained to kill at his command. Yeah. And so...
0: When you describe this movie, it sounds like you're making it up.
1: No, I'm not. I promise. This is what the movie really is.
0: This is... What do we even...
1: And then you literally... He kills the father and then you spend 20 minutes watching these dogs corner Joseph Mengele
0: and they're barking in his face for what feels like for Forever. ages. They're not like attacking him; they're just like no. barking really close.
1: And they don't actually do anything yeah, until they Baby Hitler intimidate. orders them to.
0: Dude,
1: uh, I, don't to I don't know what else to say. I don't else know. I don't know what else say to either. say.
0: One thing I will say: mm-hmm. Lawrence Olivier is like the one actor where every time i watch a movie he's in i can't even recognize him.
1: Yeah, that's fair. He
0: he always is changes it up.
1: And i think that is the most confusing part about this movie to me is mm-hmm. the performances are good.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm getting away from the mic. I think that James Mason
1: he wasn't given a lot to do.
0: I don't know. Do you think Gregory Peck was good in this?
1: I don't think he was bad.
0: I, I don't think it was his fault, but I think he was horrible. I I just... I don't know. Okay. This is one of those movies where something failed so drastically, but it's baked into the, the cake, the pie, whatever metaphor you want to use, that you can't tell what was so bad about it. I there's some think- There's some key element about this... Movie that is horrible, but I don't know what the element is.
1: I think the fact that it's adapted from a book. Because if you look at everything that happens in the context of like the having the entire span of a novel mm-hmm. to unravel it, it makes a lot more sense. Like I could see how all of these things would come together in a book. Yeah. But and as I feel like happens a lot of the time, which because adapting something is incredibly hard Mm -hmm. in adapting it for film and trying to keep everything that happens in the book which i've not read the book so i don't know that that's what they tried to do but that is what it feels like it feels like there's so much happening and they really were trying to stay faithful to the book that it doesn't work
0: it doesn't translate
1: no it feels very frenetic like everything's kind of happening all at the same time in different places, and none of it really connects yeah. until the very end. But the way that it connects is not satisfying enough to kind of this movie make the is, journey feel worth it.
0: This movie is so bad,
1: yeah, it was a little rough.
0: I don't think we've seen a movie this bad on the show yet.
1: no no I don't it was know rough what
0: to say I mean it's just so it was rough also. This yeah. guy directed Patton. He directed Planet of the Apes.
1: Which is why I don't think it's a, you know, when you were saying, like, something failed uh-huh. here. I don't think it was a failure on the part of the artist. I think it's just when you're adapting something, you have to be smart about it. Like, you have to be very...
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard.
1: Clinical almost in the way you view the source material and how you want to. What is worth taking to the screen?
0: It well. is hard. It's it's funny that sto- you think stories are stories are stories, but the medium oh. influences so much of what makes a mm-hmm. good story. You can't do things that you can do in a movie, in a book, and vice versa.
1: And... I think going specifically from like a written medium to a visual medium is an incredibly hard undertaking, yeah, it's one thing if you're going from
0: because so much of that shit in a book is internal you can't yeah. visualize it
1: it's it's about the the small things that the either the person whose perspective you're reading from notices or. Like, the small details that they're able to tell you just as, like, the third-person narrator. Right. And when you don't have that, mm-hmm. you you don't have the time to visually call out all of those things. So then you have to get really litigious about what you cut, what you don't.
0: Litigious. Very yeah. nice. I Apparently, I'm popping words. out all kinds
1: of words you, you're not using on a daily basis today.
0: You say litigious when you're drunk. I say based and swag when I'm drunk. Swaggy, even, at a certain level.
1: Do you remember? There was a Vietnam, moment in college.
0: 1972.
1: I mean, same difference. I do. There was a moment where we were in college, and I, in a meeting, said the word tangential. Do you know
0: how often I think about this? The SAT words shit did brandon say that or somebody else said that
1: i don't remember i just remember that it became like people flamed me for that yeah for weeks afterwards i'm like i'm sorry that i have an expanded vocabulary what do you want from me tangential is not even that big of a word babe yeah
0: it's it's we were in college
1: we were attending a four-year university
0: that is funny funny. (sighs) what do you think the sfsu folks would think about this movie
1: I don't think they'd like it. No,
0: I hope not. I, I, what do you think Alice and Patty Rose would think about this movie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Allie would not make it through this movie. I don't know
0: if Allie's watched a movie before 1993. I think she hasn't. I well, that's a lie. The
1: Princess Bride is from the 80s.
0: Before The Princess Bride? Nothing. She hasn't seen a single movie.
1: Allie only understands movies in pre-Princess Bride and post-Princess Bride.
0: Can I say something about her real quick? Because sure. you know we've never talked about her on this.
1: Yeah, I'm sure all of you listening know show. exactly who she is. If you want to know who she is, you can go listen to Hot Take.
0: I hope I hope you guys plug broovies as much as we plug fucking hot take on this show. We have okay, I've <laughs> thought about this on the bus ride over here. We plug hot take on uh-huh. this show every fucking episode. And that's fine. That's fine. Is it? Allison is is a superstar. I want True. a little I want a little shutzpah on the hot take show.
1: Shutzpah
0: I don't know if I use that right.
1: Not didn't say it right and didn't use it right. Well how do you say it? Hutzpah.
0: There's no C? Hutzpah? There
1: is a C, but it's
0: <laughs> Chutzpah <laughs> God. And Thank that's you, Cinema not Sips. What it means. Did Cinema Sips uh-huh. do this drink? No, Oh. Sorry. I found this on my own. Great drink.
1: Thanks. It yeah. what? Wo- Listen, Simaceps the suffering bastard drink. is a good drink. Mm-hmm. I don't know that any bartenders out there are gonna know it. Maybe they do. Maybe it's a much more common drink that I'm aware of. But can't
0: yeah, be weird to order this at a bar.
1: Can I get a suffering can get a bastard? Su- yeah, I
0: can get a suffering bastard.
1: It's a good drink. Yeah, I mean it's in a lot of ways it's just a mule, an early mule. You know?
0: Yeah. God, it tastes really Ginger
1: good. Ginger beer, brandy, gin.
0: Did its job. A little bit of lime. Didn't make the movie better, but it did do its job.
1: Got me nice and dizzy.
0: It is funny how bitters in a drink gives it a whole different, mm-hmm. in a good way, gives it a whole different kick, taste, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, listeners at home, I had been putting off buying bitters because I mm-hmm. don't like it and I don't want to include it if i don't have to in things and it's not i mean it's not expensive but it's like 15 bucks at my local liquor store which is where we buy everything and so i just kind of been putting it off and then because i really wanted to stay true to this recipe i bought it for this recipe and i got to say it's better than i remember we didn't put a lot in but it was nice
0: was good if you could revive
1: <laughs> please
0: one of these actors from the dead, Olivier, okay. Mason Peck, who? You know my answer.
1: I think our answer would probably be the same because I think I'd say Olivier.
0: Oh, you would do Olivier too. I, thought you were I think you're gonna say so. like Mason or somebody. No, I think yeah. I'd
1: probably do Olivier. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: And now, why? Yes.
1: Counter question. Uh huh. We revive him. He's here. He's live, laugh, loving it up. What are you putting him in?
0: Like, what do you mean? Like, a movie a of movie. today?
1: Yeah. Who do you wish you'd well, seen him work
0: with? What? Okay.
1: Dude, I know those are very separate questions. Let's go with the second what, one.
0: Okay. What age is he?
1: I mean, let's go with old.
0: Like this age? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just laughed because I thought him in an Alexander Payne movie would be fucking hilarious. Okay. Because it's so different. Mm -hmm. But it would be so good. Alexander Payne also works really well with actors over 55, 60, what have you. And I, I just think he would be a great in Alexander Payne movie. Um, in terms of like a very specific movie that's like come out in the last five years.
1: Mm-hmm. That would be an odd combo.
0: He'd be good in it. I mean, All About Schmidt. Have you seen All About Schmidt? No, I have not. It's the Nicholson movie. He would be not something like that, but I think All About Schmidt proves that you know, Alexander Payne can work really good again with actors over sixty. Um in terms of a movie that's come out in the last five years, I would say he would be very good in a, now this is weird, okay? okay. Get ready. I'm here. Either a barbarian or smile type movie, weird, like like not not those movies, but like. One of those type of movies? Like the horror movies?
1: You want him as like a weird... Here's the thing. ...character in a horror movie. Yes.
0: Olivier would not be good in an A24 movie. He wouldn't. I I stand by that. You couldn't put him into a... A hereditary. You couldn't put him into a... Oh,
1: I disagree.
0: I I don't think he'd be good. I don't think he'd be good. I think it would not be... I just don't think he'd be good.
1: I... I'm going to say it one more time. Disagree. I think he'd bring a an insane level of dimension to, like... Which, not to say that Barbarian is not elevated mm-hmm. horror. I think it is in its own way. Mm-hmm. But it, when we talk about, like, the aesthetically elevated horror... Yeah. I think he'd bring a phenomenal level of dimension to it.
0: I just think he's like a Errol Flynn where he would... If you revived him today and you put him into, like, genre movies... He'd be great. But if you put him into like the 2020s independent art house movies, you would you would almost think because in your head you're like, oh, he could be good with like a Pal Pressburger of the time, blah, blah, blah. And he was. But I think in today's – like I can't see Lawrence Olivier in like a Robert Eggers movie. I cannot see him in that.
1: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get it. I don't know that I agree, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Here's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know that this would be good, but I would pay good money to see it. I want to see him guest star in It's Always Sunny. (laughs) I want to see...
0: Why are you so blasphemous? Why do you step on everything (laughs) that is holy? We are talking about God here and you want to put him in It's Always Sunny.
1: I'm sorry. We're talking about my religion as well. What do you want from me?
0: Can I interest you in an egg? (laughs) (laughs)
1: exactly bitch it's a funny um no i just think it'd be hilarious mm-hmm. i first of all i know nothing about the man i'm going off of vibes solely here i feel like he has a sense of humor
0: you know what he'd also be good in completely 180 idiot. like if we're going like 10 years back whatever sure you've seen growth dragon tattoo like the rooney mara movie? yes of course okay replace christopher Plummer. As the patriarch of that family with Lawrence Olivier. That would be fucking Bitch. amazing. That'd be really good.
1: That would be something. Wouldn't that be really good? I think that would hurt my soul a little bit, but it would be good.
0: Christopher Plummer's great, but if it was Lawrence Olivier, like this age, Lawrence Olivier.
1: Yeah, baby. It'd mm, be a good time.
0: He wouldn't be able to share. Well, it's
1: hard to hold a candle. To the god. To the icon herself. Yeah. To the legend.
0: We need to have a episode where you and Cher sit down and have an interview. You Talk about Moonstruck, Mask, Witches of Eastwick.
1: The, <laughs> the fear that just shot through my soul. At you the, wouldn't be able to pros- do it? No. The prospect of actually Don't conversing with Cher. Come
0: on. Don't be a I'm little sorry. bitch. Do it. I do it. PTA
1: walks through the store right now. You're telling me you're not shitting a brick?
0: I'd be nervous, but I would do it. <laughs> I'd be scared, but I'd be like, we gotta fucking go. You would do it. You would do it. You act like you'd uh, be you would like hold it, be it in. Scary as hell. Yeah, but you'd be you'd be fine. Be fun though. God. Well, I wish we had more to say about this movie. Do you wanna yeah. go talk about a theater instead?
1: Mm. I've got to remember to do this earlier in the week.
0: All right. Let's go do it. Cut it. Today's theater recommendation is all the way in Omaha, Nebraska, and it is called the Dundee Theater. The Dundee Theater opened to the public again, December 1925, described by the Omaha World Herald as Omaha's newest photoplay house, which is a very interesting word for a movie theater. Um, the Dundee opened with comedies by Fatty Arbuckle. Four years later, in 1929, management of the Dundee installed sound equipment, and the cinema entered a new era of film exhibition, thus providing sound film. In 1938, the Dundee Theater underwent a major renovation, including the installation of new projection and sound equipment, new seats, and a new marquee. It is now owned by Film Streams. Also, Film Streams runs an excellent podcast. I'll give it to you. We can link it in the show notes. They, yeah. They're they amazing. Um, I really like the Dundee. I've never been there, <laughs> but there is a series. He likes it as
1: a concept. I
0: do like it as a concept. Um their programming is really top-notch especially for you know a midwest theater where we've talked about before on the podcast but a lot of great programming just goes to either new york or la and i think with somebody like alexander Payne, who's obviously a great filmmaker in his own right um, having a natural omaha citizen there to kind of bolster behind it um really gives it some great films to play every week week in and week out and also, fun fact, one of the new theaters is named after Alexander Payne's mom. Very cool. We're going to have to go visit it sometime. Yeah. All right.
1: Find something to do in Omaha.
0: In the meantime, got any drink left? I have a sip. I got some. All right. Till next week.
1: Thank you for listening to Brebies. If you liked what you heard, you can subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, feel free to argue with us in the comments of our social media on Instagram at groovies underscore show. And next week we're watching To Kill a Mockingbird.